welcome to this week's online service. Good morning, St. Tom's. Thank you so much for joining us this morning and a big warm welcome to you all. My name is Sean. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, um, I hope you enjoy yourselves. I hope you feel a part of uh, everything that we do this morning. Um, and as always, you can always drop us a message uh, if you have any questions or comments. Anyway, guys, I really hope you're well. I hope that you uh, have arrived at the this morning ready to join together in worship. I hope you like my new setup. Oh, naughty. I uh, put a camping light on. I didn't turn it on. Look at that. Turning that on. I don't know, can you see that? Um, got a new setup this morning. I thought it was more dynamic and I uh, hope it's nice. It's like, it was certainly nice for me. I've got somewhere to put my tea. Ah, nice, awesome. So as we start every single week with a question for you to answer, and I want you to answer this straight in the comments right now. What I was interested about this morning is I think for the last, um, well, the last however long I've been doing these Sunday morning live streams, I've been sat on the sofa just uh, to the right of me. But we've turned our sofa around and sort of restructured our room. So I'm sat here this morning. But I was wondering, actually, it would be quite cool to know where you are sitting. Are you in bed? Are you in the garden? Are you on the sofa? Are you on your armchair? Are you on the floor? Um, I don't know. Are you out on a walk? Are you driving? Actually, don't be driving because that's naughty. You can't be watching church and driving at the same time. But where are you this morning? I'd love to hear from you in the comments right now. We'd love to see where you are. I think there's about a, I think there's about a 30 second lag this morning. So whilst you are answering that question, I don't know if you saw in the news this week about this man in the States that had lost his cat. Um, it's actually an amazing story. Um, this man, he's got this cat. He's in love with this cat. Normally as cat people are in love with their cats. And one day he realises that his cat is missing. And uh, uh, he looks all over the place. You know, he sticks posters up all around his area. Um, if you see this cat, let me know. If you see this cat, let me know. Anyway, six weeks go by and he has not found his cat. And um, if you are a cat lover out there, I'm not. But if you're a cat lover out there, I, I've been told that when you uh, lose a cat or your cat sadly passes away, it leaves a cat-shaped hole. And this man had reached the end of the, the six-week period feeling like he had a cat-shaped hole. So he did what any cat lover would do. And he went down to a, a cat rescue centre to adopt a, a new family member. And he goes in and he's looking at all this, these cats and he looks across the room and one cat catches his eye. And he's like, that is a good looking cat. So he, he gets the staff member and he goes over to this cat. And as the cat turns around, to his surprise, it's his cat. And he has to go through this process where he gets his phone out and he's showing um, the, 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 the staff member all the pictures. are probably thousands of cat lover pictures um, of his cat and it was indeed his cat and I can tell you now as if you look up this news article this cat is now back at home with his loving family uh, so good news story for you this morning let's see if anybody has written in the comments I've got you on my phone uh, my setup's a bit weird this morning uh, because normally I would be looking at myself uh, but instead I am here on this side 
and I'm just literally looking at, you know, those tower fans uh, that essentially Dave and Teresa Lovett lent us this fan uh, to cool Aria down in their 30 degree heat. Um, but it's a tall, thin tower fan. And I have blue tapped my webcam to the top to get this beautiful image. So I am this morning, if anybody was looking out, uh, looking up at me from outside, I am talking to a tower fan. Um, so anyway, let's have a look at these. Uh, I've got to scroll back quite a lot. Thank you guys for commenting. Um, Dave Farndale is in his man cave. Loving that. Uh, Lol is on the sofa. Danny's on in the study. Julie's in the lounge in separate armchairs. Thank you for specifying. I hope it's a, it's a nice comfy armchair. Emma's on the sofa. Bob's in the study. Fran's upstairs in my yoga room. Whoa, you've got a yoga room. Okay. Uh, Leslie is in uh, the lounge. Ruth's in the lounge. Janice is at the dining table. A bit like me, Janice. So you're a hero. Um, Sheena's in the bath. Thank you. Oh, oh no, just kidding, apparently. Uh, you are in the home office. Very nice. Um, Elizabeth's at the kitchen table with a coffee, watching the birds in the garden, which I imagine is very lovely. Um, Stu is eating toast and honey in the snug. Uh, what's in the snug? I would love to know uh, what that is. Um, Abby is sitting on the bed playing with Aria. Abby, my wife, just through that door there. Um, Don is on the bed. Uh, Dave got two of us on the sofa, three more on their way. Nice. Tell them to get up, Dave. Give them a little slap. And, um, and Gav, so nice that you're joining us this morning. Good morning back to you. So... Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. Um, so this morning, we have a jam-packed morning for you. We are going to worship now. We're going to have a Bible reading. Uh, we've got the amazing, our amazing church warden, Bob, sharing with us. I had a sneaky peek, and he's got some uh, powerful message for us this morning. Um, we're going to have some notices, the most important part of our Sunday. Um, and uh, amazing, we have a video update from our mission partner, Simon Gilbo, uh, who we will show that a bit later on. It's amazing. So shall we begin by uh, opening with a time of worship together? But before that, let's read a little bit from a psalm. So this is Psalm 24, uh, verses 7 to 10. Lift up your heads, you gates. Rise up, ancient doors. Then the king of glory will come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, you gates. Rise up, ancient doors. Then the king of glory will come in. Who is he, the king of glory? He's the Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. So, Lord Jesus, we come before you this morning as we gather together from all over the place. Lord, we ask that this morning you would be at the very centre of all that we do. Lord, that through the noise and the conjecture and the mess, Lord, that your name may rise above it all. Lord Jesus, I pray for each person joining us for this. Lord, that you would anoint them afresh this morning and fill them with your Holy Spirit. But Lord, as we come now to worship you, we just want to say one thing, and that's we love you. We love you and we worship you. 
Amen.
taken from Romans chapter 12 verses 9 to 21. Love in action. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honour one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal but keep your spiritual fervour serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Shall we take a moment just to pause and be still? Thank you, Yin Yin, for that incredible reading and that line in that song. If the stars were made to worship, then so will I. Let's be still. Lord Jesus, we worship you with our stillness.
Come, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, our next part is my favourite part, every church's favourite part, which is the notices. And we've got quite a lot of notices today, so I'm going to be using my iPad to make sure I don't forget anything, but also that I get it right. So the first notice, you see at the bottom here, I've been very technical and managed to add um, some words at the bottom here. They'll make sense as we go along through these. So the first one is that tonight, really excitingly, we have our third book and cake, looking at wasteland, um, encountering God in the desert. And if you've been a part of that, a part of that you'll know that it's been great because we've been uh, not just talking nicely, but actually really uh, talking and asking questions about what does the desert actually mean? What's the desert actually look like? And it's not too late to join us for Book and Cake. All you need to do is get to the end of chapter five by tonight and you would be most welcome. So tonight the chapters are chapters four and five. Um, myself and Beth and Emma will be leading tonight. Um, and the uh, the Zoom code can be found on Facebook. It will be posted later today. It's the same one as it's been all the other weeks. Or if you go to www.stthoms.co.uk, which is um, just below here, um, you can find the Zoom code on the main front page there, which thank you very much, Gary. Uh, Gary has redone the front page of our website to make it look a little bit uh, more streamlined and easy to navigate. So please do take a look. Um, the Zoom code is there. We would love you to join us. Um, the next thing is we have two really exciting things happening this week for St Tom's. And the first one is that Abby will be starting her new role with us as Children and Families Minister. Um, I think her first day is either going to be Wednesday or Thursday. I think Wednesday. It might be Thursday. It's one of the it's basically it's this week, um, but it's super exciting. So from the end of this week, Abby will be overseeing the children's and families ministry and has some exciting ideas and plans going forward. Um, if you look uh, just down here, um, that is Abby's email address. If you want to talk about children, uh, children's ministry or families ministry at St Tom's, uh, pop her an email. That email is live and open now. So if you email her, uh, she'll pick it up when she starts later in the week. Um, so that's there for you, abby at stthoms.co.uk. And the second thing is, ages ago, you may remember that uh, I we had a little Zoom interview here um, with Ethan, uh, who is joining us for a year of placement. Uh, lots of you know Ethan. Um, Ethan will be starting his placement with us uh, on Tuesday, which is really, really exciting. And he's moving down to Fair Oak. Uh, back to Pharaoh today. Um, so please pray for him. We're really, really exciting. His official title is going to be Connect Ministry Assistant um, and you will see him all over the place. He's going to be serving and getting stuck in um, across church life in multiple different ways um, whilst doing the uh, Connect Ministry Experience Scheme with the Diocese. So please pray for him. So we've got a well exciting week as Abby and Ethan both come on board um, our, our church team. So that's really cool. Um, last week and the week before, you may remember that we uh, put out a request for somebody to oversee private prayer in our church building. Um, just to remind you what we meant by that was um, we've got a team of people that are willing already 
to uh, actually be in the building, present in the building, supervising. What we need is somebody that can oversee it and hold it together to make sure that people know what they're doing, to make sure that the rotors are kept together and that all of our procedures and protocols are in place. Uh, so someone to oversee that. That person will be supported really, really well by the vacancy team and PCC. Um, so you won't be on your own. Um, we haven't had anybody really come back for that um, uh, 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 yet. So if you are interested in perhaps overseeing to get us going so that we can begin to open up our St. Thomas's Church building so that people can come in for private prayer, please could you get in touch um, with our church warden, Bob, um, the email's there, uh, wardens at stthoms.co.uk um, and let him know that you're interested. There's no pressure to sign up, but get in touch if you just want to have a conversation about it. It would be amazing to be able to offer that to the community, a place of, of quiet and peace for people to pray. We had an exciting email from the, I told you there are lots of notices. We had an exciting email from the diocese this week. Um, they are looking to hold some confirmation uh, services in 2021. Um, if you don't know what confirmation is, go to the Church of England website and read up about it. Um, but it's about confirming your baptism, confirming your childhood baptism. They are asking for if there's anybody, any churches that would be interested in being confirmed uh, to get in touch so that they can get numbers together so that they can work out how many services they're going to have. Me and Abby are going to, uh, we've already put our names down, so we'd love you to join us even. Um, but could you please, if you are interested in confirmation, I think that maybe actually that might be for you. Could you get in touch with Bob, our curate, uh, Bob at stthoms.co.uk. He will happily have a conversation with you and discuss it with you about whether that is a good thing for you. Uh, so please do get in touch about that. Just two more. Really excitingly, this coming Friday, you may have participated in one of these before. We have a half night of prayer, eight till midnight this coming Friday. Uh, it's going to be amazing if you've been in the ones before. We've just literally dedicated four hours just to pray over our vision over our church, over our community and beyond, uh, that God would envision us and empower us to move powerfully. We'd love you to come. It's going to be on Zoom. Um, the Zoom details for that will be communicated this week, probably by email and our social medias. So please keep an eye out for that. We would love you to be there. This is just such an important time to get back to the centre of what it's all about. And that's coming before Jesus as a people, humbly saying, Lord Jesus, we need you and we petition you. So please join us for the half night of prayer. And finally, really exciting for the Children's Network um, at 11.30 we are going to have our next episode of Plugged In, episode five. It's amazing. I had a sneak peek preview. It's going to premiere on our Facebook at 11.30 this morning, so in an hour's time. We would love you to join us. It's a particularly amazing episode. Um, if you can't join us live for it, it will be available uh, probably on Vimeo afterwards for you to catch, but it's also on our Facebook for you to watch anytime. But we'd love you to join us live. I'm just going to take a sip of my tea because that was a lot of notices. Oh, woohoo! Nice. So, 
I'm really excited to share this next video with you. Gary, thank you so much for putting it together. Um, I mentioned right at the beginning that we are going to be having an update from one of our mission partners, uh, Simon uh, Gilbo, who works with Glow in Burundi. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but St. Tom's has a set of mission partners, uh, uh, organisations and people that are local, national and global that we support uh, uh, mainly through relationship, financially, and in prayer. Um, and uh, I, I was really challenged about this because I, I realised that I don't actually know much about our mission partners at St Tom's. And uh, if I don't, then I wonder if you do. Um, so what we're going to do over the coming month, uh, months, really, is uh, Gary is going to work to put some videos together, some updates from some of our mission partners so that we can share them with you on Sunday so that you could be aware. Because I was really convicted. Um, if you are a part of St. Thomas's Church, if you call us your family, if you call us your home um then these are your mission partners. They're not some, uh, they're not the office's mission partners. They're not some, they're not the PCC's mission partners. They are our mission partners at St. Tom's. These are the guys that we are committed at St. Tom's to support financially and in prayer and in relationship. Um, so I encourage you as you watch this, um, don't distance yourself from it but connect to it as these are people that we are supporting. Um, so I hope it encourages you. This is uh, Simon Gilbo uh, with Glow in Burundi. Burundi is one of the poorest countries on earth. It has been ravaged by wars and devastated by hate. But it's also a place of great beauty and reconciliation. In the older days, we had elders who kept peace amongst our people. They were called Kahuza Mijang, which means the reconcilers of families. Although we no longer have a system of elders in Burundi, there are still many who seek to reconcile families from violence and poverty. And this village is an example of that. In Burundi, longhorn cows are a symbol of wealth, but they produce little milk and they overgraze the land. But Fijian cows, they are much different. In 2006, Everest Nairukia acted on the promise of God to bring transformation to his home village in Burundi. God told him the problem is cows and the answer is cows. Though there was difficulty, Everest persisted and was able to convince his village to raise Fijian cows so they could reap the benefits of these animals. Today, our village thrives as our people own their own Fijian cows, keeping milk for themselves and selling the surplus to people in the city. They are business owners who have daily work and renewed purpose. They milk the cows, care for them and work alongside our ministry to distribute the extra milk to others in our country. Every day milk is carried from our village to the big city of Bujumbura to be distributed to our neighbors throughout the country. God has turned our village's poverty into excess and that excess we share with the rest of our people. Thousands of Burundians have now been impacted by the work Everest started in this little village. Every day, hundreds of liters of milk are 
processed, transported, and sold. In the past, God has spoken through donkeys, and every day in our village, He speaks to us through cows. St. Tom's, uh, Simon Gilbo here, one of your mission partners. Uh, really grateful for your support over the years. Uh, it's been a very interesting last few months. We've had elections, the president died probably of COVID. Um, one of our guys uh, stood and uh, didn't succeed, but had a massive part in terms of setting the tone of the debate during the elections. And we're so grateful that uh, they were, I think about two people died in the whole electoral process the last time. It was, 1400 and half a million people fleeing the country so we're so relieved that it's been a peaceful transition and praying with increased influence those of our key guys will, will yeah will continue to have a massive impact in that culture so our vision is great lakes outreach is trans transforming burundi and beyond and uh, it really has been a nation shaping and shaking role that we've been given through all sorts of different spheres so education and, and media and theological training um, street kids and aids and outreach and uh, Muslim dialogue, uh, business commission, a whole range of stuff. So, thank you for supporting in us. Uh, I'm hoping to go back out in October if the airport will open up. Our family is now based in Bath. Uh, we're on good form in general, and uh, yeah, just just really grateful for your involvement. And I hope that you can be encouraged that it's having a massive impact. We do meet every Saturday morning at nine o'clock on Zoom. And those meetings, I mean, some of you are zoomed out, but those meetings have been absolutely amazing. And uh, you'll hopefully see an escort, uh, we, we listened to him pray for Europe and what he felt the Lord was saying about Europe last week. And I, I'm hoping literally into the millions are going to see it as we're going to put it out down there on social media because it was so powerful as he was weeping for the Lord. As, a, as an African brother, having received the blessing, you know, us having gone to him in, in yesteryear and now it's all, all come around and we, we mean that sort of African fire over here. So hopefully if you haven't seen that yet, you will get to see it. But that's that, that came out of our Saturday morning Zooms. So if you want to join us, nine o'clock, I get in about five of our key leaders. We list them, get fired up, pray for them, unmute, about 100, 150 of us. And uh, I'd love you to yeah, it, it, it put fire in your own bellies for, for living out your faith here. So God bless you. Look forward to seeing you again. Cheers. And uh, and so, Anestal, can you now pray what you were talking about earlier and that intercessionary outpouring that you did last week and, and may that be fruit to the nations. Go for it. You pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I'm standing in your presence uh, on behalf of all Africans who have benefited from the gospel, which was brought to us by people who came from Europe. I'm standing here on your presence on behalf of people from Asia who benefited from the gospel which was brought by people who traveled months and months from Europe. I'm standing in your presence, oh Lord, on behalf of Americans who have hosted the migrants who went with the gospel and who went to this big continent and brought the gospel to this island and these valleys. I'm standing in the behalf of the other people from all over the world who have been benefiting from the European mission for decades and many years. And we come to claim for revival in this continent. I come to claim revival in this continent. Oh Lord, remember those who went away 
and didn't go back to their land, taking the gospel, bringing the gospel to Africa, taking the gospel to you, to Asia, taking the gospel to America. Those who died there, remember and look at those terms, which are the proofs of the faithfulness of Europeans in the history who have been the champions and mission and bringing the gospel and what they have lost, we have it. It is in Africa, it is in the South, it is in Asia, it is in America, in Latin America. We pray for this continent, oh Lord. I pray for all the countries of Europe, oh Lord. Let your fire come in the name of Jesus. What a prayer. What a prayer. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we want to receive that anointing. Lord Jesus, we pray for revival in our land. Amen. Don't know about you, but that just totally blew me away. That is Glow and Simon. Uh, in Burundi and uh, I want to encourage you and challenge you really these are our mission partners these are people out there doing God's work and we are I have the honor and privilege of being partners with them in prayer and money and relationship and I want to encourage you if you've got a prayer journal write Simon and Glow down uh, wherever you are please remember to pray for these guys they are incredible and we want to bless them as much as we can in their work uh, from us at St Tom's. So thank you, uh, Simon, for that update. It was, um, I just really touched by that prayer. So now we're going to have a song of worship uh, to uh, just come back before Jesus, uh, all the things that he's speaking to us about today. And straight from that song, we are going to go into our sermon for the morning, which is from the amazing Bob, our church warden. So uh, I will put the song on now. Just as I am.
Good morning. Uh, at the end of July, my fellow Bob recalled how Paul in Romans chapter 8 stated that nothing can separate us from the love of God. And Bob emphasised how important it is for each one of us to ensure that we go on to accept his love. In 1 Corinthians 13, Paul's famous chapter on agape love, Paul touches on the various aspects of love's quality. He says that love is patient and kind, that it does not envy or boast. It is trustful, hopeful, persevering, unfailing, and so on. However, here in Romans 12, the great emphasis is upon the people and of the enhanced relationships with them. Such relationships, Paul says, are raised above ordinary human and social levels and when they are rooted very much in divine love. The whole of the text is remarkable in so many ways, not least of which is the fact that in only 13 verses there are 28 imperatives. Love must be sincere, hate what is evil, be devoted to one another, never be lacking in zeal, share with God's people, bless those who persecute you, do not repay evil, and so on. These 28 clauses are not so much commands, but more an expression of the practical ways of love that Jesus taught and lived out, and which, which must be learned and lived out by his followers. As we read through this chapter, we see that the theme is clearly given to us in the very first sentence. Love must be sincere. Our English word sincere comes from the Latin sincerius, which means without wax. It stems from a practice of the early Roman merchants who set their earthen and porcelain jars out for sale. And if a crack appeared in one, they would fill it with wax, the same colour as the jar. So a buyer would not be aware that it was damaged. But the astute buyers learned to hold these jars out in the sun, and if the jar was indeed damaged, the wax would melt and the crack would be shown up. So the honest merchants would test their wares this way and mark them sincerious without wax. In this passage, Paul describes what sincere love looks like, not only within the faith community, but also in the world at large. Sincere love is an attitude of belonging to Jesus Christ and to each other in the body of Christ. So we should trust in the righteousness judgment of God when someone has done us wrong and for us to show a sincere desire to be part of each other's lives. Jesus said, By this the world will know that you are my disciples, if you have loved towards each other. Therefore, may the signs of our love for God be visible to others by the way in which we too also love one another. For love is one of the most powerful emotions we have. Love can motivate. It can give pleasure. It can hurt and even destroy. It can make us bold, even do stupid things. 
For example, during the 17th century, Oliver Cromwell sentenced a soldier to be shot for his crimes. The execution was to take place at the ringing of the evening curfew bell. However, that particular evening, the bell did not sound. You see, the soldier's fiance had climbed into the belfry and clung to the clapper of the bell to prevent it from striking. When she was summoned by Cromwell to account for her actions, she wept as she showed him her bruised and bleeding hands. Cromwell's heart was touched and he said, your fiancé shall live because of your sacrifice and curfew shall not ring tonight. It is also love that allows a woman to fight off a mountain lion to save her toddler from death with her bare hands. It is love that drove a man to attack a shark that was going after his young son in the sea. It is love that demands more of us than we ever thought possible. But then the fact remains, who do we love more? God or ourselves? The great principle of Christian life can be summarised in one word, love. It is the golden rule. It is how the greatest commandment is summarised. Love for God, love for your neighbour, the greatest of all is love. But so often in church life, while we know this in theory, we sometimes then forget it in practice. For while we affirm love, even sing about love, and preach about love, we can still fail to practice that love. So what should we do about it? Well, Paul gives two great overarching principles that he breaks down into enough detail to challenge us all by encouraging us by the beauty of love in community. The first principle is sincerity. Love must be sincere. For we should be authentic in love. How should we do this? And Paul tells us this very clearly. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good, and importantly, don't be half-hearted. But the second principle is even more pertinent. Not only is our love to be sincere, but also our love is to be even for those who we perceive as doing us wrong. For as Paul reminds us that we should not repay anyone evil for evil, but rather overcome evil with good. So as we journey together through COVID-19 and our vacancy, Today's reading, with its message of sincere love, should encourage us all to ensure that when we show our love towards someone, we are importantly moving them closer towards God's goodness. On a personal note, and as your church warden, I would like to take this opportunity to thank everyone for their love, support and particularly their prayers over this past few months. There have been many occasions when it has been clear to me that our Lord has prompted people to respond to a calling and to a serving, and this is much appreciated. So, to conclude, as Paul reminds us, to love someone is not simply to cater to specific likes and dislikes of that person, 
but rather it is to act towards them in ways which helps them experience more of God's goodness and love. Amen. Thank you so much, Bob. That's really challenging. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that nothing can separate us from your love. Lord Jesus, we thank you that nothing can separate us from your love. Lord Jesus, we thank you that in our mess and in our brokenness, you love us. Thank you. Lord Jesus, we pray uh, this morning that you would help us and challenge us and teach us to have sincere love. Not a sincere love for ourselves, but a sincere love for you. An unmoving love for you. Lord Jesus, will you convict us and challenge us in our lives and our hearts where we are not sincerely loving. And Lord Jesus, we pray this week as we go out into our world and show love to others. We thank you for that amazing truth that Bob spoke. Lord, that when we show others sincere love, we move them closer to you. And Lord, we are desperate to see our people in our worlds come closer to you. So Lord, will you teach us how to love? And Father, whilst we're here, we want to all pray now for Bob. Lord, we thank you of the excellent man that he is. And Lord Jesus, we pray that you would bless him and anointing, anoint him in his life and in his role as our church warden. Lord, we pray that your protection and your blessing will be on him. In Jesus' name, amen. If anything that Bob said during his talk uh, really challenged you, or you feel like perhaps you might want some additional prayer or conversation, you can always get in touch with us at St Tom's and one of the team will get back to you. You can email us. Uh, you can phone us, you can drop us a message on Facebook or Instagram and someone will get back to you. If you're out there and you feel like you might benefit from someone just hearing you out or praying with you, get in touch because we would love to do that. Amazing. So we are going to have our final song of worship together to finish the way we started worshipping and putting Jesus first. This is also going to be um, an opportunity uh, to give if you want to give financially towards St Tom's. Uh, at the top of the page, there will be a link that you can take a picture of um, and uh, then type in on, on and you can give online. Um, but obviously, there's never any pressure. We just love you being a part of what we do and, and who we are at St Tom's. Uh, but if it is a part of your regular giving or you feel led, then please do give. So uh, this is our final song of worship. Who breaks the power 
of sin and darkness, whose love is mighty and so much stronger, the King of glory, the King above all kings, who shakes the whole earth with holy thunder, who leaves us breathless in awe and wonder, the King of glory, the King above all kings. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. That you would take my place. That you would bear my cross. You would lay down your life. That I would be set free Jesus I sing for All that you've done for me Who brings our chaos Back into order Who makes the orphan A son and daughter The king
Incredible. I think I during that song I saw a comment pop up pop up from my mum, Monique. Mum, thank you for joining us. Love you. Woohoo! Um, awesome. Well guys, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Um, I hope you found it good and you hope you felt a part of it. Um, just remember morning prayer is on every single day this week at 9.15, Monday to Saturday. Uh, we'd love you to be there, obviously same time next week for this. Um, we'd love you to see you there. And uh, there's book and cake tonight, don't forget that, those book and cakers, um, cakey blessings. Um, and uh, obviously straight after the service we have um, our cuppa and catch up which we would love you uh, to come to even if you've never been to it before it literally is 20 minutes 20 about 20 minutes uh, grab yourself a drink come and join us on zoom and there's never any pressure to turn your camera on or anything like that we just would love you to be there and for you to be a part of it so the code for that is going to pop up on the screen as soon as we're done um i encourage you to take a photo of it so you've got the code or um if you scroll on our facebook page uh, back to our last post you will be able to see um the code on that one as well so we would really love you to join us for cuppa and catch up anyway Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask and conceive, by the power which is at work among us, to him be the glory in the church, in Christ Jesus, throughout all the ages. Amen. Hope you have a fabulous week, guys. Toodle pips and God bless you.